Yes, it's Monday, and we all know what that means by now, don't we? Yes, it's time to talk about ghosts with eyes. Uh, Kevin Eustace, I've just knighted myself. Don't know if you can do that. I don't think it stands up in a court of law, let me put it that way. How are you all doing? Which is the podcaster's mantra, as we all know. I hope you're all doing fantastically well. It is, of course, Monday, the start to a new week for each and every one of us. A, st- a chance to start anew. And I'm starting anew because this is the first Wintag recorded in our new studio. Yes, we've taken it out of Wintag Towers and we're now renting an actual soundproof room. And I say it's soundproof, it's as good as we can get soundproof-wise. You know, it's not soundproof enough that you can go mad, which apparently you can in a completely soundproof room. But it's, you know, it blocks out external noise. We've just had new neighbours move in next door. They've got, uh, like, um, I'm not too sure of his age, but he's a wild child. And I mean, like, as in eight in the morning because it's been sunny to, like, eight o'clock at night. So there's no chance of recording there. So thankfully, that problem is now fixed. Anyway, what have we got to look forward to today? Well, we've got all the usual shenanigans, except for one thing. In my haste to do the job, I was too blind to see that although I needed to soundproof the room, I also needed to bring with me a guitar so I could sing out Patreon's names. And I haven't done so, because I'm a Wally. So if you've signed up to Patreon, do not fret. Next week, I shall sing your name out. And not only will I sing your name out, we will do it justice. We might even have a drum beat in there. We probably won't have a drum beat in there. Anyway, what have we got to look forward to today? Well, we're going to do a paranormal review so that you don't have to review anything paranormal yourself. We're going to then listen to one of your true listener ghost stories, which is my favourite part of each and every week. And then we head finally down into that dark and dingy corner, which is owned by none other than my partner, the beautiful Becca. I felt complied, not complied, but obliged to say the beautiful Becca then because I used so many negative words prior, you know, dark, dingy, etc. So you kind of can't do that without then saying something like beautiful, especially if you want to live. And let's be honest, isn't living on everyone's agenda? Anyway, let's have a paranormal review, shall we? Yes, it's time to review something paranormal so you don't have to bother doing it for yourself because you'd be a fool. Anyway, what we're going to review this week is a paranormal podcast. Now, as you know, we never really give bad reviews to podcasts. And the reason for that is quite simple. Why bother? Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to tell you to go and waste your time if I don't like a podcast. And also, who am I to say that a podcast is good or bad? Do you know what I mean? I just don't think it's right. Anyway, all of that said and out of the way, we are going to discuss a paranormal podcast. Now, this podcast is great, in my humble opinion. It's direct from my library. I have a select number of podcasts which make my library, and this is one of them. It's called Rune Soup, and it's more towards the magical arts, if you like. That's what it's aimed towards, as in magic with a K. So, like, it looks at tarot, it looks at stuff like that. To quote directly from the description of the show, Rune Soup is a podcast channel that platforms the most important discussions at the cutting edge of magic, animism, and spirit work. Gordon is a chaos magician, shamanic shamanic practitioner, podcaster, author, and permaculture designer with a background in data and analytics gained at some of the world's largest media companies. 
He's the author of four books on magic, animism and star law. Starships, A Prehistory of the Spirits, The Chaos Protocols, Pieces of Eight and Annie Mystic, Encounters with a Living Cosmos. When not travelling, Gordon hosts his weekly show, Rune Soup, from a small permaculture farm in southern Tasmania. Or, as the Australians call it themselves, Tassie. That's what they say. I'm going down to Tassie. I only know that because we watched uh, Married at First Sight Australia. But anyway, this is not about nonsense TV. This is about Gordon's show. And it's really good. And I know what you might think. You may be thinking, well, I'm not a magician, you know, and also who is. But also, you know, I'm not into the occult sort of stuff, things like that. But he does have some shows which are on like, yeah, 18th of May, UFOs. Magic and the Imaginal. Then there's stuff about witches, stuff about AI and how that's going to impact us in the future, which I find fascinating, to be honest. Here's one on Plants of the Devil. I mean, that's one that's going to interest me. Not that I'm a botanist or anything like that. But all in all, it's um, it's a really interesting show. You know one of those shows that I'm not going to call it like a background show, but I do have this on in the background if I'm like playing video games or if I'm doing something like that. And the reason is, is because it's one of those shows where you go, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. And it's always good when you're going, oh, I didn't know that about the paranormal, which is exactly what Rune Soup does. So if you haven't already checked it out, go check it out. I would suggest going through the catalogue of his shows and finding a topic that you're into, you know, whether that be UFOs or one about ghosts or poltergeists or Ouija boards or divination or possession or something like that, something that can ease you in to the style of how he hosts the show, Gordon, that is, and um, then try your hand at some of the stuff which might be out your comfort zone. And I think you'll get into it. It's a really good show. It's well put together. And it's interesting to think he's all the way out there in the outback of Tassie in a little farm. Do you know what I mean? Just being a magician. I like that sort of person. I do. So for me, it's two thumbs up to the sky for Rune Soup. Hooray! It's time for my favourite part of the week. And it is my favourite part of the week. And I know I always have to pretend to Becca it's not, but it is. And it's when we get to listen to your true paranormal experiences. Now, we've had a lovely email in all the way from Georgia. It's an email from Darcy and they write, Hello, Kevin. Hi. And Becca. Hi. And a special meow to the neighbour's cat. Meow. That's because she's not here, you see. She's like, why aren't I in the studio? Who I see from the pictures on Facebook is a tuxie. Yes, she is a little tuxedo cat with a moustache. Well, aren't you lovely little kitty? Yes, she is. You won't get any complaints from me hearing more about TNC, even when she scratches the litter box when you're recording. She does do that quite a lot. Cats just make this world a more interesting and tolerable place. Meow to my furry friend across the pond. Why, thank you, Darcy. I completely agree. Cats do. Here's a hysterical story for you. We have, well, he says it's hysterical. It's slightly funny. We have new neighbours that have moved in. They have a cat, but it's an outdoor cat. And it's a beautiful thing. But it's got a tiny face. And obviously, Sienna, the, oh, sorry, the neighbour's cat freaks out when another cat's in her space um, or even in her back garden because we do take her out on a leash. So she's like, Aah! so I was, I was like, oh God, how do we stop this cat? 
And it turns out we got speaking to the neighbours and it's only a one-year-old cat uh, called Yoshi and it's gorgeous. So it's got, it doesn't know any boundaries. It's like do-do-do-do-do-do. So I'm best struggling to know how to keep it out the garden. Anyway, I wrote on the fridge board, um, tiny face deterrent, question mark, um, just to remind me to try and think of it because I didn't know the cat's name at the time. Then when I learned the cat's name, I scrubbed out tiny face and put Yoshi deterrent, question mark. And then it dawned on me, what if they have to come in to our house and stand in the kitchen and are like, what the fuck's that on the board? And I'm like, oh, um, no, no, no. So, yeah. And if they listen to the show, then, well, now you know. But there's nothing, there's no maliciousness in it. And we'd never harm your cat. We just need to try and find a way to keep her out of TNC's territory, you know. So, obviously, by that explanation, I'm playing along with the whole theme. The neighbor's cat's obviously from the other side, the other neighbor. Yeah. Anyway, Darcy's email. Back to the straight and narrow. My name is Darcy, and I'm coming to you from Georgia in the US. I'm a long-time listener and truly enjoy We Need to Talk About Ghosts. For me, this subject matter can be a little scary, but your bit of levity makes it easier to share stories that, frankly may be good for many of us to get off our chest. Why, thank you. And it's great to be part of a group that doesn't think we're all nuts for having these experiences. So bravo, and thank you for that. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. In brackets, but the the dark paranormal scares the crap out of me, so I can't follow that one. Sorry, Kev. You're very... Well, that's fine. You know, each to their own. And I appreciate this, to be honest, this show is the Marmite show. I like people either... I was saying this to Beck the other day is that if you're a fan, if you're a long-time fan of Wintag, like you're a proper fan, do you know what I mean? And I mean, it's a weird thing to say, but like you're proper, you know, involved, like you send lovely emails, beautiful things and all this carry on. And um, the Dark Paranormal gets like, you know, 10 times the listenership, if I'm being honest. And, uh, but, you know, we don't get much, you know, it's interesting. It's mad, really. So, yeah, so people, but at the same time, we do get a lot of people who listen to The Dark Paranormal who say, I just can't stomach you on We Need to Talk About Ghosts. And you know what? That's fine, too, because I probably couldn't stomach me either. Anyway, back to Darcy's email. I think we're about to get into the actual nuts and bolts of the story now. So here we go. As somewhat of a person of faith that has also a healthy respect for and interest in science... I believe there is far more to our reality than our small human consciousness can understand at this point in our evolutionary process. Perhaps these paranormal experiences are a sort of intersection of worlds or realities that reveal itself to us at times. Maybe it's just that we can't explain it yet, but we can still appreciate and try to learn from it. Here is my story. About 10 years ago, I lived in a home in Connecticut, built in the 1980s. Many families had cycled through owning the home from what I could tell from the property records when we bought the house. It was like all the others in the area, colonial style, badly needing updating and lacking good light. It also had an unfinished basement that everyone in my family tried not to linger in. It just gave off that kind of vibe. We eventually finished it out and made it into a really nice space. But 
after that project was completed, there were a lot of loud noises that seemed to be coming from the floor of the main level of the house, so that would be right above the basement. Some were really startling. However, we just figured it had something to do with the HVAC ducting, expanding and contracting with the weather. But in all the houses I've lived in, I've never had that happen before or since. Around that same time, I started waking up in the middle of the night to the smell of bread baking. It was so intense that I would get up and walk around the house to make sure nothing was on fire. It happened quite a bit, so much so that I thought these were some sort of hallucination and that something was wrong with my health. But these awakenings never happened again after we moved out of the house. I even had an MRI brain scan to rule out any problems and thankfully got the all clear. Once, while I was nursing my newborn son in my bedroom, I got the very strong scent of a woman's perfume that was not mine. It was almost like someone had walked into the room. But here's the actual shocking thing that happened that I've never been able to explain logically. One night, I awoke from a dead sleep to see a woman standing next to my husband's side of the bed. I saw her as clear as day. I even blinked to make sure of what I was seeing. Then she dematerialized from the ground up and she was gone. That's the only way I can describe it. Almost like something you'd see in a movie. Just faded away, but from the bottom up. She had short hair. She was bright enough to see in a dark room. And she was not someone I recognized. But I was not afraid. You'd think if I saw a ghost, especially of someone I was not familiar with, that I would have panicked. But the strange thing was that I just felt curious, not threatened. I blinked several more times to make sure I was not dreaming, and then I went back to bed. I didn't even wake up my husband. Now, I'm not someone who has sleep paralysis or anything like that. This has never happened again. We've lived in three houses since, and each house has been peaceful, with no strange noises or feelings. It was just that house. Oh, and once in about the year 2000, I was out late at night on my apartment balcony in Oregon, watching the Leonid Meteor Shower, and I'm pretty sure I saw some sort of UFO in that dark night sky. Just for a moment, like it cloaked in and out. But that will be a discussion for a different podcast. Then again, I think all of these type of phenomena are somehow related. Thank you for all your hard work creating fun and interesting content. I enjoy Mondays a little more because I know I have Wintag to look forward to and so much more now that I've joined via Patreon. Cheers, friends. Darcy. Why, Darcy, thank you so much. Firstly, for your kind comments. Um, I don't know what to do when I receive kind comments, really, other than to say thank you. So thank you. I used to really go to pot when someone would compliment me, be like, blah, blah, blah. normally I'd go, I'm shit, what are you on about? Um, and my therapist has since said, no, don't do that. 
So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to thank you. Thank you, Darcy. And thank you for the plug for Patreon at the end, too, because I didn't do one at the start. If you'd like to get extra content, if this is your jam, so to speak, then head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. And there you will find over, well, it's almost 300 hours worth of content. I'm not even joking. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of we do two shows a week for Patreon, right? One is done midweek, and that is called The Ramble. And that's just me talking into a handheld microphone, rambling about my week. And we're going to look at doing, I announced on the most recent Ramble, um, Rambles with Patreons, so we can just r ramble about anything we want together. i done one with Brennan from Ghost Story Guys recently, and it went down really well. We were chatting for ages, but anyway. Uh, and then secondly, we do, a, well, we try and do a paranormal Patreon on a Sunday where me and Becca talk about something paranormal. This week, I think it was Ghosts of Old Cheshire or Weird Happenings of Old Cheshire. I'm not too sure. But yeah, there's over 300 hours worth of that sort of stuff over there if you want to go. Patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. Now, speaking of the lovely Becca, I'm getting too many compliments in for her here, aren't I, really? I should, I should, I deserve something. Maybe a pat on the back. Anyway, we're going to now head over to that place where she resides, which is dingy and dark and dank and I was going to say sweaty then, but that's probably going too far. It's Becca's Reddit Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. Okay, so it's that time of the week where we head down into the dark and dingy, yet wonderful and beautiful basement. Uh, I don't know why you're now in the basement. It I was just a, a corner. Yeah, I don't think it's a basement. Well, um, we're now in Becca's Reddit's Corner. Welcome. So a lot of people have asked, now that I'm actually doing the show from a studio, how, how on earth, how on earth? Are we going to have Becca's Reddit Corner? Because on earth. I can't exactly ask her to come down and, um, you know travel the half an hour into town and sit there for five minutes and get back off. Mm. But it, it's always been done on the handheld, so we can do it anytime. Yeah, because fortunately you've always brought the handheld to me rather yes. than me have to Because although to Becca's on the show, you still must understand there's a reluctance <laughs> for her to be on the show, although she's like a constant feature. I'm not into ghosts. Well, this is it, yeah. Well, <laughs> may, well, maybe that should be took into consideration by me when I chase you around with this handheld. Mm. How have you been anyway? Yeah, I'm okay. How are you? You're enjoying the weather, aren't you? You love all this shit. What, the sun? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's glorious. It's literally, we are in the middle of a heat wave, and I've, I, I purposefully didn't check the weather for Liverpool today, because we're on about day five of it, aren't we? If not longer. It's been longer than that, yeah. Um, and You're so miserable with it. We're, like, we're talking like 25 degrees, and I just can't be fucking doing with it. I would much rather be sat in a cold, dark room. Yeah, and I have been, <laughs> and I'm happy with it. Anyway, I looked. It's not going to end. Good. It's not fucking good. It is good. I mean, you know, it, 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 I think it's at least for another week and a half. I think on, on Thursday, it's like 28. Oh, lovely. Oh, lovely me arse. It's, um, you know what? If it can hold up for Glastonbury, then fine, because I don't want to be in a cold, yeah, damp I would, tent. Yeah, I would take any level of heat over rain for Glastonbury. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, obviously we're recording so the kitten started and now's the time that she should eat her breakfast oh let her have a breakfast as if we were going to stop her from having a breakfast but what I mean is that is if you hear like a little clinking sound in the background it's not a tiny prisoner in a cell hitting the cup against the bars 
It's um, the little neighbour's cat's collar against clinking her against her dish. Little adorable dish. Her little adorable dish. Anyway, we are here, of course, so that you can tell us something paranormal from the realms of Reddit. Ooh. Ooh la la. Can you say that anymore, do you think? Quick, yeah, hold on, a quick temperature check oh, with no. what, no, 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 I'm not asking you to put your, to put your foot in a camp. I'm just saying in today's, because it's constantly changing, in today's ever-changing, like, I'm, I mean woke in a nice way, but, you know, in this, like, you, everyone's on eggshells a bit, do you think you can say, ooh la la, for something? Yeah, I think it's fine. Do you think that's a currently okay? Yeah. Okay. Let it be interesting to check back in a few months, won't it, and be like, turns out it's not. Turns yeah, out, absolutely. Yeah. It's forever changing. It's I've like, been wrong before and will be wrong again. Yeah, same here. Unsurprisingly for me. Mm. But like the jam or Paul Weller's ever-changing moods, that's what the period of time we currently live in. You know, like with the way where they had the Renaissance, the Dark Ages mm. and stuff like that, um, I think this will be called the undecided times. The undecided. Yeah, yeah. Oh, back in the undecided era, when no one could decide what was right nor what was wrong. I can decide what's right and wrong. Yeah, so can I, but, you know, other people... Anyway. (laughs) No, but some people decide that offence is... I want to stop you there. ...a form of argument anyway. Anyway, I'm going to pass over to you right now a story that I found on Reddit. And as you can know by now, I've not pre-read it in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. So it may just be an advert that to sign up to some Nazi group. And if it is, I do apologise for making you read it out. I say making like I've got a gun. You'd have to, uh, you'd have to use a lot of my beeps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah, yeah. Oh, well, especially if there was no ghost in it. But it is called The Lost Boy. It is tagged under ghost stories. Okay. And it is from... Um, oh no, we won't read out the name. Mm. Oh no, I suppose we've got to give them credit. So it's from Lulu the Blue 52. Okay. That's nice, is that? Alliteration. The rhyme. It's rhyme. Fair enough. Yeah. I thought we were going to use the word alliteration then. No, alliteration would be like if it was PPP. Oh, well, I use that all the time. Mm, Especially with P's. Okay. Yeah. Um, What's uh, onomatopoeia then? Onomatopoeia is when the word sounds like the thing it's describing. So like splash and bang. Oh, thud. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, right. This is called... Oh, well, I'll tell you what. You can, it's thank your you. job. Thank you. If you don't you want take to it from me. Yeah, thank you. Uh, welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca. Ooh. This story is called The Lost Boy. Oh, if you could speak up slightly, it'd be great. Let's begin. Hi Reddit, as of writing this intro, this all literally just took place. I immediately went here to share my experience because I might lose some sleep tonight over this. I live on the second storey of an apartment building and my bed is against my window, so I can frequently hear people talking outside. Most of the time, it's the kids playing soccer or our downstairs neighbour talking, but I never hear anything past 8pm. Currently, it is 10.10 as of writing this and I can hear a little boy from my window. I checked outside and I can't see anyone, but the voice sounds like it's coming from directly below me. I I can hear sirens in the distance, so at first I thought it was part of the siren. I'm sure of it now, though. I can distinctly make out what the boy is saying. Mom! Is that the end of it? No. But I'm saying, what sorts of police cars have they got around there? Mom! Mom! It's a lovely noise, that. But anyone listens to this with headphones is delighted. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 
But anyway. May I continue? May you may. That's it. That's all he says. At first I paid no attention to it, but it's been several minutes now and I've started to notice some strange things. Firstly, his tone never changes. Mom. It's as if... Would you shut up? <laughs> it's as if someone recorded this voice and is playing it on repeat. He says, Mom, every five seconds or so without skipping a beat. That's terrifying to be fair. Second, the boy has been saying this over and over for the past 10 minutes and still hasn't changed his tone or received a response from anyone, not even his mother. It's as if no one else can hear him shouting except for me. That is spooky. Originally, I wasn't going to post this, but it's now a few minutes later and something happened. He kept going on, as per usual, but then I heard another voice. A faint yet dominant no. It was a male voice, raspy and toned. I wonder if you have a toned voice. I listened in, expecting to hear the boy's voice again, but I hear nothing. Just the wind. He's like the wind mm-hmm. through the trees. That is um, kind of spooky. I know I'm being facetious, but that is really kind of spooky. I mean, kids can be repetitive, though. They can literally say the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, if you are one of those sort of annoying kids who need a good smack on the arse, sorry, you know, you're not allowed to do that anymore. But um, when you go, dad, 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 if you're that sort of kid, the mm. dad going, no, doesn't shut you up. What if it's a raspy and toned voice? <laughs> then I'll be like, ah, dad's a dragon. That is the devil himself. Well, you'd, you'd probably stop if a dragon told you to stop. Oh, there was something that I wanted to bring up with you when we were partway through that story then, which was rather, I don't know whether it was relative or important, but I think it was neither, <laughs> probably no me. Probably neither. Was it from a part, was it related in any way to the story? Yeah, it, it, was, it was what you were saying within the story that actually made me think of it. Okay. Is there anything to do with them saying it over and over and over again? Um. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I know what it was. I remember. It's... um. So you know where they've said it's like it's a recording? Yes. Uh, repeatedly saying, mum, mum, mum. Are you thinking stone tape theory? No, no, no. I'm not actually thinking anything paranormal. I'm thinking mm-hmm. something hysterical. Do you remember we watched um, the documentary series that followed paramedics around? And they were following this couple of paramedic girls and an amb- or ladies in an ambulance. And um, they were called to a house in Liverpool. And the... And basically, both sets of... The, it was an old, a really, really old couple who lived there. And they were both concerned. One, the woman was concerned because she thought she might be hearing voices. Um, or two, she was concerned that the husband might be going deaf because he couldn't hear the voices. And she was saying to the paramedic, it's like every... Every hour on the hour, yeah, like a, and the guys going, uh, okay, I can't, I, I can't hear it. Look, yeah. Like I think there's something wrong with it. Like, and they call the paramedics out, and the paramedics are there, like, like going right, okay. This is this is outside my job description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're like, um, so there's something clearly wrong with one of you. Like mm. either there's a noise and you're not hearing it, yeah, or you're hearing a noise yeah. that isn't there. So as they're there talking away. One of the paramedics, paramedics hears, and she goes, I've just heard it. And the woman goes, did you, did you hear it? And the fella goes, I didn't hear a thing. And the other paramedic goes, I didn't hear a thing, because she stood by the fella. Mm. And the first paramedic goes, no, it's coming from down here. 
Anyway, she bends down. It turns out, behind the couch, and it had been there for God knows how long, was an old Elvis clock, like a clock mm-hmm. commemorating Elvis, that uh, was running on such a low battery that for some reason, on the hour, every hour, it was going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> But because the batteries were going, it was going like, oh, And it was like by her chair or something. Yeah, it was by oh. her chair. And um, Cause I don't know how common this is, but in a certain generation, very much here, I think, like, nationwide, people, they very much have their own chairs. Like, mm. they don't sit in each other's chairs. Like, that's granddad's that's, chair, that's yeah, nana's yeah, chair. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very set. Very specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, um, well, it's like that at my dad's now, isn't it? Like, my yeah. dad lives in the house on his own, by yeah. himself. He's got a three-piece settee, but when you go round, he's got one chair that he's in. Yeah, he's oh, never... if we go round, if he was stood up making a coffee, I wouldn't dream of sitting in that chair. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if we went round and he was sat on the couch, we'd both think something was wrong. <laughs> or the other chair, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, um... but yeah. So there you go. That brings us to the end of the Reddit Corner. Um, thank you for allowing us into your dark and dingy and horrible yet beautiful and smelling of perfume and lavender. See, the way what I do is I try, I try to put you down and then try and build you up. It just sounds so creepy, though. Lavender. Well, I'm meant to be creepy, aren't I? I'm meant to, like, Are you? Well, I'm a ghostly pot. I didn't put to... that in your plenty of fish profile. <laughs> Plenty of fish. Do you know what Becca uses that 1994 <laughs> reference to threaten me at times? She goes, you know, you can do what you want. I'll just go on Plenty of Plenty Fish. Plenty of Fish.com. Plenty of Fish.com and throw me profile up. It's like, you do that and I'll go on, I'll go on Friends Reunited. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll update our Bebos. Yeah, that's how you know I'm bluffing because I don't think that's been running for decades. Exactly, yeah. Plentyoffish.com. <laughs> plenty, if anyone is wondering, as you could probably guess from the saying, plenty more fish in the sea, it was like the original Tinder. I, uh, funny, you know what is interesting as well? Sorry, this is going really off ramble and off topic now. But I've been listening to the Ricky Gervais show on Spotify. And Don't I know it. I know, but like as in when he used to host a radio show back before The Office won awards and he was as famous as he was. Um... And it's like a little time capsule. So th- there's a lot of non-PC stuff on there now, obviously. But like it's from 2004. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So you're going back like almost 20 years. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's an, anyone who wants to like... It, it's an interesting thing to be able to do this. But it's like one of the first podcasts that were ever made. During it, he actually says, we're the world's most downloaded podcast. Um, yeah, I can remember that coming out. It was it was so like new, like podcasts just weren't a thing. And it was like, oh, a radio show, but you just like play it when you want. Like yeah. that's a good idea. Kind of thing. Yeah, and it's a weird thing that like now, obviously, I mean, they were saying this. The ironic thing is, Steve Merchant, who co-wrote The Office with him, mm-hmm. says at one point, Rick, apparently now we've had over one million downloads. Mm-hmm. That was quite a good impression. Anyway, and um, and he was like, really, a million people have listened to this shit. And I've had over a million now. Yeah. Economy of scale. But there you go. But it is well worth checking out. You know, dependent on... A lot of people dislike him and I can understand why. But um, there was a reason why I was saying that. And it's gone off me. Time capsule. It is like a time capsule. Yeah. Uh, No, it's gone. Anyway. And like like he needs a fucking plug anyway. Do you know what I mean? Why don't you check out the little known man, Ricky Gervais? (laughs) Uh... Have you got anything you'd like to say before we, we 
end this. I've got a hectic two weeks coming up, haven't I? Because we've got a lot of recording to cram into two weeks. Yeah, I feel like it's just dawned on you that we're going to Glastonbury and it's my birthday. And my birthday doesn't move, so you've known that that's coming for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Glastonbury's been booked in since, like, autumn last year. And I feel like none of these no, no, things no. were a surprise. But no, the other no. day you were like, oh, that's like over a week. I can't record. And I was like, how, how is that news to you? No, then? no, no. What, the, thing, the thing where it takes me breath away a bit, like Top Gun, is, um, is when it, I, I never, ever account for the prep days. Do you know what I mean? Or for preparatory time. So if somebody says, um, um, you're going away next Thursday till the following Tuesday, I'll go, okay, and I'll block that out with my calendar. Mm. But when you live with Becca... Quite rightly, she goes, okay, then on the Wednesday, what we need to do is this. And I'm like, well, on the Wednesdays, I'm busy the Wednesday. She's like, well, you can't be because you need to pack. Yeah. So I haven't got the Wednesday either. Um, I mean, this is the only once when we went camping. We actually drove. We were in Wales at the time in the car on the way to the campsite. And he suddenly turned around and goes to me, have we got the tent? Fuck's sake. Yes, yes, we've yeah. got the tent. Why why are you asking me at this point? Yeah. Like, and also also why is it on you? you know, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. How have you not checked this at this point? Yeah. So so she does have a point. Anyway, thank you for allowing us into your dark and dingy corner. Anything especially okay. happened, by the way, of late? Um no. I'm sure there's been I was telling people the other day, do you remember um I might have just been on the Patreon actually. But we might have had an addition to the canon, might we? Maybe. Yeah, do you remember when you let out like a slight, well I'm going to say a shrill, and you're going to then argue that you've never made a shrill in your life. <laughs> so, But you let out a noise of some sort, and when I came into the bedroom, you made me check the wardrobe, because it sounded like somebody had ran through them or someone was in them. What? Don't you remember, you were stood on the other side of the bed? I'm going back about two weeks now, and I came in, you were getting ready for bed, I came into from the back oh, room. Oh yeah. Yeah, and right. I heard something in like like a from our bedroom. Yeah, you made like a woo noise. And when I came in, I went, "What's up?" You were on the my side of the bed, which is by the window, and you were saying something's just moved in the. Yeah, cupboard. it was as I was getting ready for bed, wasn't it? Yeah, and I, yeah, no, there was a noise in furnace. Yeah, and I think um, even the neighbour's cat looked at it. Yeah, and I usually like I do look to her to check my own understanding. You know what I mean? My, my thing is, is that you, I've, I've, in the last week, I've witnessed you hear a noise from a cupboard and completely know that it's something just fallen over in the cupboard. Mm. So your reaction was kind of telling to make me check every wardrobe. I wasn't having you check for ghosts. I was having you check for a man primed to attack. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but uh, my point is, is that your belief was there was someone in there as opposed to something just fallen over. Yeah. Interesting. Eh? So on that bombshell, um, thank you very much for your time today. You're welcome. And we will speak to you again next. Oh, will we? Yes, I've decided what we're going to do is... Oh, no, it's not next week. We need to worry about it. No. It's the week after. Next week's normal. So next week's going to be a normal win tag. The weekend after, what we're going to do, instead of putting a Patreon out, when me and Becca have got a spare half an hour, we're just going to have a gap. And because on that Monday, that Monday is the start of the week of Becca's birthday, Glastonbury, everything. Um... Oh, no, wait there. It's a lie. I've got this all wrong. So next weekend, next Monday is the what? I don't know. Just need to work this out. Check. Let's check. Just don't want to give anyone any false information, you see. I'm just a truth teller. Yeah, it's your problem. It's my, I tell too, far too much truth. So if it's the 5th today, next week will be the 13th. 
Okay, so twelfth, twelfth, twelfth. So then the Monday after will be the nineteenth. Yeah. So that Monday will be normal, again. Okay. Yeah. And then from Tuesday onwards, well, that show will be normal anyway. Mm-hmm. But the Monday after, we will be literally yes. on a coach for nine hours. Yeah. Um, traveling home from Glasgow. So that twenty eighth episode. Twenty sixth. 26th episode will not be a pay. I normally just put Patreon shows out, and then I thought it's a bit of a disservice to the Patreons um, because you know, why are they paying for the extra shows if I'm just putting them out every time we can't do a show? So, what will it be? Just a joint ramble? It'll be just me and you doing a joint ramble for 30 minutes about any topic and trying to hopefully keep it paranormal. Okay. That's what that show will be. Okay, but thank you, Mr. Ever Becca. You're welcome. Always a pleasure. Never ever a show. Thank you for visiting Reddit Corner with Becca. It's uh, thank you. What is thank you for vi- thank you for visiting? Thank you for visiting. So I'm saying thank you to the listeners, but you say thank you to me. Do I? Yes. Well, thank you, Becca. You're welcome. So I'm like in a hierarchy of thank yous in this in the way it goes linear wise. I'm at the top. So you're you, you you're see, doing all the thanking. All because this is your show. So you're yeah. grateful to me for being on it, and you're grateful to the listeners for putting up with us. Okay, well, Becca, I'm grateful. That you've just done Reddit Corner. And listeners, I'm grateful to you too that you've put up with the last 19 minutes and 42 seconds. Especially as only 9 minutes and 3 seconds was paranormal. Okay. Teddy bye everyone. Bye guys. (laughs) 